On today's episode, we talk about the five most popular New Year's resolutions and how to achieve them here at the Wheaton Park District. Parks Plus Fitness Center personal trainer Mitch Palicki joins us, and he shares some tips on staying in shape all year and conquering everyone's number one resolution, weight loss. Did you know, according to U.S. News, approximately 80% of resolutions fail by the second week of February? Don't let that discourage you. Use that as motivation to start your resolutions now. We would love to hear some of your resolutions for 2020. Share them at podcast at wheatonparks.org, and maybe we will pick a few of the most interesting ones to talk about on the next episode. At Wheaton Park District, we manage 54 parks, dozens of playgrounds, tennis courts, and a mini golf and skate park. We have an accredited zoo, a county museum, multiple athletic fields and sports complex, two swimming pools, 150 acres of nature preserves, and a 27-hole golf course and banquet facility. Everything else is just a talk in the park. Happy November, everyone. At least the weather has been really different since the last time the podcast came out. There's been snow on the ground. So that's how you know that fall is gone and winter is here. We didn't even have fall. That's true. Like, we really did it. I feel like we had like three weeks of fall and it just went from summer to winter. We only have two seasons, I feel like. Summer, which is like three months. Yeah. And then winter is like nine months. That's true. Good thing I did <laughs> the math correct true. there. You know, 12 <laughs> months, nine and three. Good I, job, Mark. I wasn't thinking about that when I first uh, threw the numbers out there. But. There you go. That was good. So with winter season coming, uh, everybody typically has New Year's resolutions. So this episode is going to be a couple different things with resolutions, uh, personal, professional, maybe uh, family. So there are a couple different things that we will touch base and talk about. And um, hopefully, you know, we'll get some people to send in some of their resolutions and kind of find out what people are looking to do on their end. We know it's a little early to think about resolutions in November. What but what better time than to figure it out for the new year so that way you're ready when 2020 comes. So we actually Googled the top five most popular New Year's resolutions. And Mark, can you guess what the first one was? Exercise. Wow. Good job. It's like you know the answer. You it's have the one it thing I don't really do. So... <laughs> If you are looking to exercise more, the Wheaton Park District has a program called Race Wheaton. Race Wheaton is a package that you sign up for that takes you through all four races that the Wheaton Park District offers throughout the year. It allows you to run through all four seasons. Fun Run is in the spring. Cosley Zoo Run for the Animals is in the summer. Night Run is in the fall. And Reindeer Run is in the wintertime. Each race is spread out, so you'll be consistently training throughout the year. And Cosley Zoo Run for the Animals has a 10K option if you're looking to up your fitness goal for one of the races. It's a great way to keep you and your family together and exercising more, and it's fun for all ages. The Race Wheaton package will go on sale in December for $100. And again, that's going to allow you to run through um, all four of our races that we have. The Wheaton Park District also has another way for you to exercise throughout the year. We have over 10 different dance classes ranging from ages 3 to 18 years old. According to betterhealth.gov, benefits of dancing include increased aerobic fitness, improved muscle tone and strength, and better coordination and flexibility. And our dance classes are offered year-round, allowing your resolution to stick through until next December. 
Now we welcome Mitch Palicki, who is a Parksville Fitness Center personal trainer. Hi, Mitch. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and what brought you uh, over to Parksville Fitness? Yeah, sure. Um, I will give you guys the little summed up version. I got my first start really doing a lot of fitness in the Navy. I was in the military for four years stationed out in San Diego. Part of my job for the Navy that, you know, through your job in the Navy, you have your designated job, but then within that, you can volunteer for as many accolades as you want that kind of make your evals look good. So one of them was to get out of shape sailors back into shape before deployments because people come home from deployments. You wouldn't have to do as much. It's a little bit more relaxed time. Mm-hmm. But then before you go get forward deployed again, you have to get into some type of physical shape. And so part of my job that I volunteered for was to get those sailors back into regulation. And I liked it. I saw some good results. Uh, Chiefs and higher ups thought I was pretty good at it. So I kind of stuck with it for a while. And then when it was time to uh, get out of the military, I decided, well, this is a good way to make money while I use my GI Bill and go get my undergraduate degree. And then through that, through my undergrad, you know, I think it's like for everybody who they like, man, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? Uh, Yeah, for me. I, you know, I went from business and a couple other degrees and then I just decided, you know what, this is what I love to do. This is what I'm pretty good at. So I stuck with my undergrad in exercise science, finished in Texas, uh, at Concordia university. It's a private Lutheran school. And, um, through my journey, I kind of picked up a lot of strength and conditioning, um, which I really clung to and really loved, uh, teaching and coaching athletes a lot. So I worked with some pretty cool people up in here. Uh, one of them is my mentor, Angela Sorensen, who's a strength and conditioning coach at Loyola university, who they won a couple NCAA championships under her for their men's volleyball team. And then I moved down to Texas to learn from a couple other good mentors. Um, one guy who was in the Olympics and just learned from a lot of good people while getting my undergrad. So I got a lot of exposure there. And then during that process, sports is huge in the South, especially in Texas. Very big. You have 40,000 people show up to a high school football game. They which, shut the town down. Oh yeah, it's up. insane. Like Friday night lights, that happens. It's real. I've seen it. It's pretty <laughs> crazy. So then I got to do strength and conditioning for some football players down there, volleyball players, and then uh, converted a lot of people to Olympic style weightlifting and just dabbled in that. And it was very gratifying, a lot of fun. Then after that, I decided to come back to Illinois about a few months ago just because I got accepted for a veteran's grant that allows me another 120 credit hours for my master's degree. So I'm currently seeking my master's degree in education right now. And that's the quickest like just a little bit about your background yeah you know? yeah but a little bit that's a short the short version <laughs> that's the short right? version yours is yeah. a lot more impressive than mine yeah. well, i don't know about very it. very <laughs> impressive so in over all your years of experience just in general and then learning from everyone what have you learned about creating and obtaining fitness goals yeah and especially because i've worked in the fitness industry and even the corporate side not just strength and conditioning i think there's, there's a lot of things i think one of the biggest one is um, set a realistic goal, set something that you know you can do. And this is something where I feel like everybody should communicate with somebody, either, you know, whether your wife or your husband or a friend um, and talk about it and see if it's something that you can you can really handle. I mean, say I was 50 years old and I say I want to go to the NFL. I, I'm all for like positive thinking. <laughs> right. I, I doubt that's going to happen. Right. So be re- realistic in your goals is, is a big one. Um, have a goal that is quantifiable, something that you can you can track and you know, and it doesn't have to be 
necessarily like weight driven. So I want to weigh X amount of pounds by the end of this month, but it can be, I want to be this pant size by this month. I want to have this number by this month. I want to be able to finish a 5k by this month. Mm -hmm. That it goes a long way. Have something that you're actually going towards because without having a goal is, is misdirection and then you lack purpose and you're not going to get to your goal. So have something that's quantifiable. And then another one is track your progress. I think a lot of people, especially with the new year coming up, they'll have all these fitness goals mm-hmm. and they won't really track it. And with that happening, you just kind of get lost and you kind of go through this mundane routine and two months in, you don't, you might not really notice it. Um, other people might say, Hey, you look a lot thinner. Hey, are you getting a lot more fit? But even though, cause you see yourself every day, you're not going to notice it. So have some way you can track your progress. So that, you know, quantifiable evidence kind of goes back into that. So with realistic goals, Mm -hmm. obviously it's different for every individual with age and ability and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you recommend as a personal trainer that somebody gives you those goals and said, Hey, here's why I'm taking this. And do you then kind of come back and say, maybe this one isn't achievable if we only are doing eight sessions, maybe if we need 16, not, not obviously to upsell and get yeah. more sessions, but just be like, Hey, I want to make sure that you're getting what you need. Not me just making money off of you to get training. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, let's all be real here. This is my job. I'm here to make money, but at the same time, I don't make money if I don't get you towards your goals and if I don't make you happy. If right. I have a happy client, uh, my bank account's not going to be happy. Right. So that I, I do recommend if somebody is having these goals and ideas in mind, you go talk to a fitness professional and at least somebody that is in that realm and that can kind of guide you and say you want to lose X amount of weight by this time and let you know if that's realistic or even healthy because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of – unrealistic expectations out there via internet via instagram and that's another thing also realize like these people that look like beautiful models on instagram they don't look like that every day like they photoshop yeah exactly they they pay for a certain day it happens and like don't let that beat up it's the perception out there that what people are putting out there is their best life versus what's reality exactly don't get caught up in that. How many clients have come to you and been like, I want to look like this, and they show you a picture of people like on Instagram, <laughs> or you, sh- you know, a YouTuber? Realistic expectations. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Can't like, stress that enough. Yeah, and, and I've had that, and people have done that before where they bring in a picture of some guy that was in Men's Health magazine. And trust me, I'm, I'm all for it. That looks me better if I can get you to that. Like, I want you to get to that, but also realize – what it takes to get there right if you're willing to make the sacrifice and you're willing to change your diet completely make this a priority like almost you know it's going to go job and then this goal as your priority it's a commitment um i'm all for it people can make these changes these huge drastic life-changing mm-hmm. events but you have to commit to it and if if your life is too busy say you have um you have your job, you have kids, you have a family, which most of everybody all does, and that's fine, but you have to realize that you're not going to make it to these people that are professional athletes or their fitness models. You know, you can get as close as you can to that, but it's going to be very hard to do when you have all these other responsibilities. Right. So, I think that's the biggest thing against people. Like, for me personally, like, I have an over-hour commute every day. Yeah. So for me to, like, have to wake up and, like, take the dog out and all mm-hmm. that stuff, it's just – it's not – 
realistic yeah. for me personally, but I think... Preaching to the choir, my, my <laughs> wife and I, we just had our first child seven weeks ago. Oh, congratulations. Ago. My wife says the same thing. She's like, I want to start to work out. Yeah. When she goes back to work, it's like, how do I fit in an eight-hour day? Mm-hmm. I want to spend time with my son, my husband. We have a dog. I want to work out. Got to eat dinner. Got to do chores. So it's like planning all that stuff in is super, super yes. hard. And when people aren't used to that, so like this whole episode is about resolutions. Uh, you talked about fitness, but you also talked about nutrition. How much do you talk to them about the nutrition aspect when somebody comes in that says, hey, I haven't worked out in four years and I'm just joining the gym yeah. versus somebody who works out all the time and eats well because nutrition is a large part to getting fit and working out and, you know, losing weight if that's kind of the real goal. Yeah. And that, that brings up a good point is majority they have kids and they only have like an hour, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'd say to that and what becomes before the nutrition part, before I look at anybody's diet or what they've been eating or to track anything, just build a routine first okay. for the first month, especially for, for the new year's resolution coming up, build a routine first where you're here at least two to three times a week. If mm-hmm. you can sustain that for a month and you've hit your, you want to be here 30, 45 minutes, three times a week for a month, then go ahead, look at your diet. Okay. And that, that will build more than looking at everything all at once. You don't want to overwhelm somebody with everything. So just one step at a time. Then they do that for a long time or consistently enough. Then I'll have people either track uh, what they eat. And I I try not to get like, don't measure it out because then that's going to overwhelm somebody. Right. That's going like 10 steps ahead. Macros, micro. My my wife has a nutrition degree. So I know some some of that sort of stuff and trying to calculate that. It's like, People drive themselves crazy trying to do that, let alone oh, yeah. just, like you said, get Getting there for in there. 30 minutes yeah. and convincing themselves to come in. Yeah. There's a there's an app. We can, like, shout out apps. Yeah, I'll sure. Just make sure. Uh, my <laughs> fitness pal. Uh, go ahead. Uh, my fitness pal. Download that. That helps a lot of other people just track. It's very easy, very, yeah. like, user-friendly. Um, and actually, you can share your coach or your other trainer. You okay. can share other people so they can see what you track. Um, and that that's helped me in the past with other people. I would leave some stuff out if that were me. <laughs> uh, sour not, kits for not lunch putting today, that so. dessert third cookie I had. Yeah, maybe there. that's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. But it also, I'm sure it also keeps people accountable. Yeah, and too. it does. And and what's cool is you can also message people through that and be like, hey, and it, it it'll send me reminder of like whoever I had that I'm following. And they'll be like, oh, this person tracked this amount of times this week. You should message them. It's a great platform. I love it. Nice. Yeah. So I know you kind of touched about why it's important to kind of make a resolution. So why, what do you suggest for people, like if they want to make a fitness resolution, like should they start it now or should they wait until the new year? What do you think? Um, why wait? I, if, if you're going to wait for this specific day, you're more inclined to just fall off because you're waiting. It's just like, you know, saying the diet starts Monday, just start right now. It's, it's better to get a jump on it. Um, especially I think we have read a research article where as new year's resolutions come up, the earlier you start them, the more inclined you are to sticking to them. Right. Um, especially you get caught up in the hype of 
you know, January, New Year's resolution, A, the gym is packed January 1st. Yep. That's mm-hmm. like how it goes. That's the status quo. January 1st, everybody has their New Year's resolution. And that kind of in itself is stressful and hectic. So why wait for that? Already right. create a part of your normal routine. That way when January hits, it's it's nothing new. We should create a different re- uh, resolution July 1st. You yeah. know, instead of a New yeah. Year's in January when ever again, who especially here in Chicago, winter's already here. We didn't get a fall. People wanting to go to the gym and the beginning of January mm. when it's snowing, it's ten degrees below zero. Oh, I need to get fit. You go once and you're like, forget yeah. this. I don't want to do this. Like you said, start why now? Yeah. Why not now? Yeah. Let's just start a petition and change like New Year's resolutions to like May resolutions. <laughs> yeah, when it's nice that, and that's warm a lot, in summer. Yeah. That's a lot easier. Yeah, it's it, it's weird too. Moving from Texas when the days are a lot longer daylight wise, yeah. and now I'm just not used to it. It's dark it's when like we dark leave at four o'clock. Yeah. And so that's, I get that. That's when you get out of there and you have that mentality and you've been in an office, like you got in there when it was dark and you're getting out when it was dark. It is very hard, but just remember why you're doing this. It's for your longevity, for your health, for your family so that you can be at all of their, your kids' games, your kids' outings and and not have to worry about anything in the future. Definitely. Yeah. Being a new personal trainer to the park district, like what... What brings you meaning and what's meaningful to you about being a trainer? And like, do you go through trainings and you pick stuff up from clients that you might use with other clients that you're like, oh, I didn't think about that. Or like just with conversations that they have and kind of their lifestyle and certain things that you're like, hey, that's meaningful to me that I can maybe pass on to somebody else. Yeah. I mean, constant feedback from any client or anybody I think is a good idea. Um, because they explain something, uh, say I'm having somebody do an exercise or I'm trying to teach them something, they'll kind of explain it in a different way that helps them understand and they can communicate that to me, then that just goes in my toolbox of more things I can communicate to other people. And the part, this park district in itself is kind of like a, a me stepping out of a different realm. There's more parents, a lot of grandparents here, which is I pretty much just work with in Texas with a lot of high school and college athletes. So this is a good, good for me to get out of my realm, something that I was in, you know, part of for three years or so. Mm-hmm. And so kind of put more diversity in my toolbox, I guess, so to speak. Nice. So I know you are obviously newer to the park district. So, and since you've had a lot of, you've probably taught at a lot of gyms and you've probably seen a lot, but what makes parks plus fitness center unique? I think, uh, it doesn't have it in the title Parks Plus Fitness, but in, it's in the community center, and I think that's the coolest thing, that there's a big community here. I don't think there's one time I've come in here and somebody's not talking to their neighbor or they're not mm-hmm. talking to somebody that they know. Everybody helps each other out. Uh, the training staff here is amazing. I really got to be honest, when I first took this job, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. The manager, Michelle, is amazing and awesome, doesn't micromanage, but she runs a tight ship. All the trainers are very well qualified, and they know what they're doing. And honestly, I, they probably don't even know this, but I pick up stuff from them sometimes. I'm sure they do with me, too. Like, I've had a couple exercises, and they're like, I like that one. Yeah, you, know? you notice stuff. Yeah, and it's 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 very cool. Um, the, the people here are great, and I feel the quality for the price that – parks plus fitness has you really 
can't find anywhere else. I mean, I've worked at Anytime Fitness, LA Fitness, and I've been to Lifetime Fitness and all these other places. And I feel like this is amazing quality with amazing community aspect, which is a lot more special and close to a lot of other people. I mean, me walking down the halls with my office being down the hall from yeah. them. I see trainers talking with clients and it's like, hey, how was your husband, Bill? And like, yeah. There is like more of a personal relationship that they're building with them. It's like, I almost look at it as like you have a therapist and a trainer all yeah. wrapped into one where you're like, oh my God, yesterday was awful. I got this, I had this problem and the trainer's like talking to you, mm -hmm. but also like training you at the same yeah. time, which I think you probably don't find at most other places where somebody actually cares about your yeah. personal life and what's going on and knows your spouse or your kids or what you did or where you're from. And mm -hmm. so I think that's something that I look at that's unique, you know, with working here um, almost three years that I see that, let alone I'm sure the clients love that. Like you said, the community feel of it. Yeah. And that's something too is uh, like you just, sometimes you're a therapist and like people come in and they have really bad days. I can't tell you how many times I've had clients come in crying and just life happens. So you got to get them through that. And what helps is fitness. And, yeah. and what's cool about this place is that it's a very relaxed environment where if you were to do that in a big corporate gym, it would be, it's a lot faster pace and right. it's a lot more money oriented because you have to sell. So it's, it's different. And but get you, in, get you out. don't feel like that. Yeah. And that was one of the first things Michelle, um, told me and she's completely told the truth on that. And it's been great. I think the Wheaton park district in general and which includes parks plus fitness center. I think, I think you hit it right on the head that it is such a community and we're happy that you're a part of our community oh, thanks, now. Guys. Yeah. So uh, it's great with for... somebody having your background. Yeah. It's, it's such diverse backgrounds that can come in and like fill a need that we might not necessarily think that we need. And then all of a sudden we're like, holy cow, how do we not do that for the last however many years? And everybody learns from each other and yeah. new experiences. And, you know, it's great having fresh blood and new mm -hmm. perspective on things and, you know, it's really looking forward to seeing, you know, what you can do here with personal training and, you know, other aspects and getting involved with the, the park district and the community. And, you know, hopefully these resolutions, we can get people to come in sooner than January yeah. 1st, because like you said, most places they're busy by January 1st and they're dead by February 1st because yeah. everybody's like, forget this. I'm out. I don't want to yeah, come totally. after the first month. So, yeah. If you're interested in more information on personal training or you want to meet Mitch via website, please visit parksplusfitnesscenter.com. And if you're a member or even if you're not a member, um, check it out too. We always have kind of uh, specials and sales going on. So we hope that we'll see you guys uh, walk through the community center front doors. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This Thank was pretty thank cool. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you very it. much. So, Amy, what do you think the second biggest resolution in your eyes would be for people out there hmm. and don't look at the answer that's in front of you well i have a feeling since it's always on the top of mine and most of my friends and family and everyone that i know it's definitely has to be lose weight am i right or am i right it looks like it in front of me <laughs> it looks like lose weight is the second one it I think it goes hand in hand with exercise. There's usually yes. two reasons why people want to exercise. They just sit around and feel unhealthy or they want to lose weight, tone, you know, get themselves into better shape. 
So the number three New Year's resolution that Amy and I came up with was learn a new skill or new find a new hobby. It's great to obviously learn new skills, uh, builds confidence, gets you meeting people, gets you out of the house. Uh, finding else something that you like gets you, you know, find some more friends, hang out with some people. So a couple of the programs that can help you, you know, learn new skills that you you wouldn't learn uh, in everyday life would be we have a pottery class. It's a family pottery class, and it brings uh, parents and kids together, and they learn how to glaze pottery. And it's a great program where you're able to create something together and, and bring it home and display that at your house and say, hey, we were able to do this. It's a family event, and it's just an awesome program to be able to offer to families that are looking to kind of do some something with their kids or their husband. Some of the, another program that we have would be uh, beekeeping. I know, shocking. Uh, who would have thought a park district would offer uh, something about beekeeping? But the great thing about that is you get to learn from an expert beekeeper you understand how everything is made, how to keep a beehive, what the requirements are, and you know what's the environmental impacts. The last program that I'm going to talk about would be Patonk. I know it's a weird, crazy name, Patonk. Basically, it's a form of bocce. That's uh, similar rules, a little bit different. We are starting a new program indoors at the Central Athletic Complex. Typically, it's played outside at uh, Memorial Park, but that is currently under construction and it's winter, so I don't think most people are going to want to play a sport in a, like this in 30 degree weather. It's a great program. Anybody from all ages can play it. You know, there's no requirements. We have people as young as 12 and as old as 90 that have played this together. It's a great program that uh, brings together people. It's a social event, and uh, it's a, a great program we're bringing inside to the CAC this year. Amy, what do you got for us? Well, a class that you might see me in is we have a basic photography technique program that we're running in March of 2020, and it just is going to help you over or improve your overall skill level, and it will teach you how to take great pictures on an iPhone to um, an advanced camera, and I think as the digital age increases, I think people are making more memories and what better way than to pick up on some of your techniques and polish them by taking the photography class. And if you're looking for um, like a new hobby that maybe your kids would want to pick up or a friend that you might know, we have there's young actors clubs um, that are going to be available in the new year. And there's also an improv class. All the programs that Mark and I just mentioned will be available for registration actually today for residents. If you want to register for any of these programs, make sure you visit wheatonparkdistrict.com so you can register. Non-resident registration begins on December 3rd. The fourth most popular New Year's resolution is spending more time with friends and family. So with the holidays coming up, this resolution is obviously easy to kick off even before the new year starts. But if you're looking for ways to spend more time together with your loved ones after the new year, 
feel free to bring the family out to events like Isapalooza in February, where you can enjoy free entertainment. There's games for kids and special character visits. The Daddy-Daughter Princess Ball is also in February, and it's the perfect place to make special memories. Lincoln Marsh has several family snowshoeing outings and a hiking event through the night that ends with hot chocolate and marshmallows. If you're looking for events that are 21 plus, look no further than Straight From The Tap and Mad For Plaid. Straight From The Tap features spring and limited release brews, food stations, and live entertainment. If you're interested in buying tickets or learning more about this event, visit arrowheadgolfclub.com. And Mad For Plaid, if you've never heard of it before, that's because it's actually the first time this event is happening. So the DuPage County Historical Museum is partnering with the Wheaton Public Library for an adults-only miniature golf tournament. You'll be swinging through the stacks for 18 holes as you enjoy drinks and entertainment. For more information on this event, visit dupagemuseum.org. So our last new year's resolution we came up with which is the number five is travel more everybody hopefully everybody loves to travel and explore and do stuff but we also have some great uh, trips and stuff that we promote as well so Amy's going to talk about some of those things if you listen to one of our previous episodes with Megan Panic from the Mary Love Coast Center, you'll know that Wheaton has an extensive list of day trips and extended travel trips in 2020, you'll be able to have the opportunity to go through Costa Rica. You'll be able to cruise through the jewels of the Rhine, explore and drink your way through Toronto. Day trips are also available if you're looking to reach your resolution several times throughout the year instead of just once. If you are interested in learning more about these trips, make sure you book them today because the extended travel trips especially do fill out fast. So visit wheatonparkdistrict.com slash Mary Lubco Center to look at rates and even see even more cool places that we are taking you in 2020. Sounds like some fun trips there that I'd love to go on if I uh, could afford it and had some time. So Amy, what happened last month at the Wheaton Park District? Well, October was a busy month. Very busy. We had a lot of events going on. Pumpkin Fest at Cosley Zoo kicked off at the beginning of October, and it was the annual fall festival that featured pumpkins. There were straw pyramids. There were rides. Unfortunately, on the 30th and 31st, it kind of snowed, so Pumpkin Fest ended a few days early. But it was cool to see the zoo with pumpkins and fall leaves, but also snow on the ground. Um, we had Oktoberfest on October 5th which featured Lime Entertainment. There was a beer garden. There were lots of kids' activities. And thank you to those that came out. The event benefited the DuPage County Historical Museum. We had Halloween happening at the Community Center, which featured a Halloween costume drive. There were over 50 costumes that were donated to the People's Resource Center. Arrowhead Golf Club had a pumpkins and pancakes brunch for adults and kids. They were able to decorate pumpkins. There were trick-or-treat stations. So we had a lot of Halloween and fall fun that went on at the Park District. So we got a bunch of upcoming events as well this year. Uh, obviously, the holiday season's rolling around. I'll just touch on a few of them. We have Festival of Lights and Tree Sale. So Cosley Zoo every year sells Christmas trees. Uh, it's a great place to go pick up real-life Christmas trees. You can walk around, see the animals, and then on your way out, pick a Christmas tree up and bring it home and decorate it at uh, your house. That goes from November 29th to December 30th. 
Uh, lights come on at 3 p.m. So you can travel around. There's uh, different decorations and lights at the different exhibits throughout the zoo. Um, I went last year. It was It's phenomenal. We also have Santa's Craft Corner, which is going to be Saturday, November 30th. Also, December 7th and 14th, that is 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. That will be at Cosley Zoo. Admission includes crafts, refreshments, and, of course, a visit with the main man himself, Mr. Santa Claus. Santa's Craft Corner is held at the Keebler Room and located on the second floor of the large room. Uh, It's $10 per family and $3 for printed photos with Santa. Sometimes it's better to you know, visit Santa here because when he's at the mall, those lines can get pretty crazy. We also have the Santa Express. There's three different dates for that. It's going to be Sunday, December 8th, Saturday, December 14th, and Sunday, December 15th. 9 15 a.m. and 11 15 a.m. are the two different time slots uh, that will be at the Wheaton train station. The uh, Join the Kids Kingdom and DuPage County Historical Museum for a special train ride. It's $20 per person. Tickets are limited and available starting in October 1st. So if you haven't got your tickets yet, uh, better uh, check to see if there's any available still. It's a great event. Uh, you get to ride on the train. You get to learn and read about the Polar Express. You get to meet Santa Claus. There's refreshments, I believe, and some toys and uh, just a a great event to be able to be a part of. Is there anything else we got going on in December, Amy? We are having our eighth annual Lions Club Reindeer Run. I know I mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast talking about Race Wheaton, and this is the final race throughout the series. It is a certified 5K. Participants are encouraged to show their holiday spirit and wear their costumes. This race always has the most fun energy. There's always holiday music playing. Um, People do wear like giant Christmas tree costumes to run. So even if you don't feel like running, come on the route and cheer people on. That's always fun for runners. There are shirts, antlers, and finisher medals that are provided for all of the runners. If you want to register for this race, register at wheatonparkdistrict.com slash reindeer run. Winter program guides have been delivered and are available for those who are interested in learning about our programs for winter of 2020. Resident registration begins today, November 12th, and non-resident registration starts on December 3rd. In the spirit of talking about resolutions, for today's mailbag question, Mark and I are going to answer what our resolutions are for the new year. So Mark, what are some of your resolutions for 2020? It's a it's a tough one. Uh, I haven't done resolutions in a little while, but my wife and I just had a new uh, baby boy born in September. So I'd say my resolution is you know spend more time with family, take my son and wife, and go to some of these festivals and some of these events, and kind of just have some of these fun experiences, um, and just remember that. He's only going to be this little for such a short time and, you know, try to make the most of it. So I would say that's probably the biggest resolution that I would have uh, going into 2020. What is going to be your resolution for 2020, Amy? I have a couple of them. I think the exercise more resonates with me. I think a big one for me. So I have I have a golden retriever and she's like one and a half right now. And I want to learn more tricks with her. 
and I eventually want her to be a therapy dog, so I really need to start my training with her so she can do that. So I think that's my biggest resolution for the year is teach my my dog not to jump on people so she can eventually be a therapy dog. (laughs) You going to take her on the planes with you? No, I probably won't take her on planes, but my goal, I've always wanted a therapy dog so I could bring her or him to children's hospitals to visit with the kids. Um, And there's a lot of really good programs, so that's my number one. Nice. Sounds like some good, you know, babies and puppies. Everybody loves those. So (laughs) some great resolutions that uh, Amy and I have going for 2020. Thank you for listening these, you know, what, last five months with us since July uh, due to the busy season of holidays coming up with events and everything, we are going to be taking a break for December. So there will be no podcast coming out in December, but we are already starting to plan for next year with January and have a bunch of episodes uh, in line to to release uh, starting in January 2020. So stay tuned. We're in for an exciting year with the Talk in the Park. Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you guys next year. Thank you for listening. Be sure to download, rate, share, and subscribe to A Talk in the Park wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the Wheaton Park District on Facebook and Instagram at Wheaton Park District. Additional information on Wheaton Park District programs and services can be found at wheatonparkdistrict.com. Until next time, this has been A Talk in the Park. A Talk in the Park is a production of the Wheaton Park District.